that night when I met my angel, I woke up with my hand stretched up to the ceiling. And that is when I was fully aware and present (laughs) and gifted with this knowledge that I had just met my angel. I shook her hand like as if I, I could have just been standing alert, fully conscious and talking to another human being, shaking her hand. And that connection moved me so much that I knew that I was meant for more. I was meant to get out of this toxic scenario and actually practiced radical accountability. And this accountability moved me so that I could make a change. And this helped me actually see the reflection, look in the mirror and see every emotion that I felt was being mirrored and reflected back to me in my relationship with other people at work. And so I was able to somewhat control my environment. And then in a sense, I was able to control my happiness. And that kind of felt like um, a roller coaster because it would go up and down and up and down. And I just got tired. I got tired and exhausted from the heaviness, from the load of being the one in control of my happiness. So for a moment, it was exciting because I was like, look at this, I'm the creator of my universe, I'm the creator of my world, and I actually started to write a book about it because I felt like I unlocked the secret. It was like the secret beyond the secret. You know, I I read the book, I saw that movie on Netflix, and it resonated. However, I felt like I unlocked the code for my life and maybe I could help others too. And so once I got into that space where I'm like, I can write this book, I can help others see what I can see, that is when (laughs) everything opened up. And when the secrets of the universe open up for you, everything falls apart. And that's exactly what happened. So all my fears, my anxieties, my the illusions I had already created in my mind that my lover really didn't love me the way that I loved him, that my job um, that I created and all the promotions that I was given, all of that was just an illusion, all just for me to control my own happiness. I ended up losing my lover. I lost my job. I lost literally everything until it came to the point where I was awkwardly living in my home. I knew that the marriage was over. Um, and there were some things that happened that took place. <laughs> um, I'll lightly say that there was um, a domestic issue that we had. Um, and I knew that I was no longer safe living in that home with that individual. And so I, I got a job, a new job as a massage therapist in Las Vegas. And I was actually at the Hard Rock hotel. That's where I was at. And I met this man, this man came across and he (laughs) looked really cool. He was wearing this black sweatshirt hoodie and a lay a pretty, uh, neon colored flower lay. And he comes up to me and he's like, all right, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's have this massage. I'm like, all right, where do you want to relax? And we sit down in this lounge and he lays down on a love seat and he's like, are we allowed to do this? And I'm like, sure. Let's let, I'm giving this guy a massage. He's face down and he says, Hey, tell me about you. Tell me about your life. And I was like, yeah, I don't think you really want to hear it. He goes, no, I do. He genuinely wanted to hear about my life. And I said, well, this is the scenario. Um, I'm in a very difficult situation with my husband. Um, I don't belong there anymore. We had an incident 
where he threw me out of the house forcefully. And he goes, oh, wait, there's a, a domestic dispute. And I said, yes. And he said, and you're still living there. And I said, yes. And he recognized the signs of victimhood where I was not <laughs> exercising radical accountability for my life. And he said, what is it that you want to do? And I said, well, I want to move out. And he said, how come you haven't done that already? I said, I hadn't found a, a space. I've been looking. And he said, no, this is what we're going to do. I'm only in town for the next couple of days. I've got a truck. I'm going to get you a storage unit. We're going to go to your house tomorrow and we're going to clean everything out. And you are out of this situation within the next 24 hours. And I said, okay. <laughs> so this all came to an agreement. This all became very real for me where I had to make a choice and I accepted it. So the next day moved everything that I possibly could with trash bags, got myself into a storage unit. And I, through a friend of a friend, I was staying with these people, um, rent free, which was so gracious of them. And at that point I still wasn't making enough money that I felt <laughs> was fast enough, um, worthy of me. Um, and so through looking for a place on Craigslist, I talked to a woman who said, Hey, um, if you need to come up with some quick cash so that you can stay in our place, you know, I used to be a dancer at a gentleman's club and, you know, I recommend that. And I was like, all right, tell me more. I'm down for anything that's legal, right? So she gave me her advice and she said, if you choose to be a dancer, this is what you'll do. You will treat your body like a temple. You are an athlete. You will eat clean. You will not drink alcohol. You will not partake in anything illegal. Everything that you do is strictly on your honor and you are in complete control of your destination. And I said, is that like, really? I can be a stripper and I can be wholesome? Like, what is this? And she said, absolutely. That's, it's designed for you to be a wholesome entertainer. And those who do not go that route, it's a pretty rough road for them um, in the short term and long term. So um, I go and I try out. I get the, the evening, weekend shift, the most desirable shift. Um, my first night, I make an insane amount of money that I never, I've never made ever, um, even within a week period. That was just that was eye-opening for me. I said, all right, this is it. This is it for me. And I wrote down my goals. I thanked this woman for coaching me and I never looked back. However, in this space of what we would think is a, a dark space, I was able to shine my light. And I saw a gentleman's club as a space of healing. There are individuals who go in there, you know, some just go in to party, right? Some go in to just escape and get away. And some are kind of there because their buddies are there and they don't really want to be part of this scene. Whatever the case is, I was actually able to recognize those who are on my same wavelength and my same intention. Um, I learned that being a wallflower, someone who is not pushy, someone who um, is kind and gentle and is there for the mental stimulation as well as the emotional connection, I was able to find that niche. You know, it's like a needle in a haystack. When you're among this haystack and you're searching for that needle, all you need to do is become that magnet. 
And that magnet makes it so much easier to connect, right? With a similar element. Um, so I, <laughs> I found liberation. I found peace. Um, in that chaos, I was able to breathe and I was able to release expectation of myself. I was able to become whoever I wanted to become. And in that space, after about a month of working there, I met another angel. I met my second, or I guess my third angel, right? My first angel um, I met in my dream. My second angel um, assisted me in moving out of my home and left my husband And then my third angel that I met was actually in the club. And in the club, um, this angel was presented to me. His name was Light, and his fiance's name is Love. And these two showed me the light that I already had inside. And that was so impactful and so moving. And this connection that I had with them um, goes far beyond this story goes far beyond what I feel like I can um, continue in one breath. So I'm going to take a break and I'll continue with love and light after this.